Sometimes, as I look at these crazy news stories that I share with you on the radio program, I don't know whether to laugh or or whether to cry. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Crazy, I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. And I tell you, sometimes you can be a very lonely individual in this world of craziness around us. Welcome to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I've got got several stories that are left over from last week that I really wanted to share, and a few more that I found, and even some that go back, they go back a little way in time, but, but they're still relevant for today to understand the challenges that we're facing that are just, in my lifetime, unprecedented. We're not fighting a battle conventionally like we used to. We're fighting a war that includes information and psychology and some really strange behavior being amplified and being normalized in our society. And I am 100% convinced that so many of the things that are being forced, I mean really forced upon us, if you don't buy into the narrative, they want to cancel you, destroy you, scream at you, demoralize you, physically hurt you. It's all demonic. There is nothing human about this. It is all totally demonic. The things we're being told to accept as normal, the things we're being told to promote and to be at one with and agree with are things that no time that I ever saw in my lifetime, my parents or grandparents ever saw in theirs and their parents and grandparents before them is now suddenly, in a matter of a handful of years, maybe a decade or two, is being thrust upon us as this is the way it always has been, and that's the big lie. It hasn't. It has not been. Transgenderism is one of those things that I keep trying to think in my mind, where did this come from? When did this start? When did this become a thing? When did we wake up and realize that such a huge number of young children are in the wrong bodies and we need to fix it? Where did this silliness come from? Now, let's be honest, if you can be intellectually honest, and I'm telling you, there are people in health and human services and in government. These people are total morons, total idiots, or reprobates, or worse. These very abnormal things that they are pushing and trying to normalize speaks volumes about their moral intellectual and spiritual character if there is any spiritual character left in many of these phonies and honestly i'm convinced that many of those that push this agenda do not even believe it themselves 
They know it's a lie and they don't care. They're using the lie to control you and change our world for them to keep power. And this is not just limited to the United States or Canada. This is becoming an issue in the entire westernized world. Give you an example. Recent one. A couple of days ago, saw this story. And I hope I'm pronouncing the name of the city correctly. It's the Danish city of Aarhus. A-A-R-H-U-S. I believe that's pronounced Aarhus, but it doesn't matter. This is a sign of our time. A sign of our time. There is a statue now of a breastfeeding man. A breastfeeding man. And of course, he's naked in the statue. So obviously, if you're a normal person, you would figure this guy is a man because he has man parts. But he's breastfeeding a child. And this statue is in the foyer of the Gender Museum in that Danish city. And it's actually stirred a bit of a debate among even the very normal, socially liberal Danish population. Now, this this statue is not a little statue. It's like about eh, almost 12 feet tall. Naked man, long hair and a beard. This agape, the Greek word for the highest form of love, depicts a naked man who has all the classic male features, broad shoulders, narrow hips, man parts, beard, but also somehow magically has female breast and is breastfeeding a baby. And the goal, according to the artist, is to question what the man should be and be able to do. This gender dysphoria, this gender confusion, and that's what it is. And Satan is the author of confusion and his demons that run amok in this world. Their job is confusion, deception, fraud, and destruction. Especially if anything ordained of God and anything considered decent. And so you have this statue. Can you imagine 50 years ago, even there in Denmark, can you imagine that statue being built and people not scratching their heads and saying, what kind of idiots put this here? Nobody would want their name attached to it, but here we are 50 years later and we're all ready to accept this stuff. This confusion. And one of the things that ought to tell you something, anytime any of these government officials, especially in our more leftist and so-called progressive, and they're not progressive, the term progressive to me is a stolen term like a lot of others. Being progressive means you are actually against progress. It's the opposite of what it means, and that's what Satan always does, co-ops words. 
steals, plunders, takes, changes, distorts. It is not progressive to think that men can become girls and girls can become boys just because they think they can. You'll never be able to change the DNA, ever. Never. You are what you are when you are born, male or female. And 30 or 40 years ago, how many people ran around telling everybody that I'm in the wrong body? And what few people may have had those concerns were treated accordingly. Maybe it's a traumatic event. Maybe there is a physical issue which happens on extremely rare occasions where there is a physical distortion and a confusion of the gender identity on a physical level. It does happen. But to think that it's happening to a third of your classroom of second graders is insane. That's not true. That's a lie. And yet we are told that this is what it always has been. And if you dare speak against this, you are transphobic and you want trans people dead. Now, there was a hearing held in the state of Florida dealing with some of this issue, especially in the classroom, in young children's classrooms where they don't want teachers trying to identify which child is in the wrong body. They don't want to sexualize children. They don't want these kids at drag queen story hour or any of this other new satanic nonsense being forced to destroy and demoralize and ruin a child. A bunch of people, and you know that this is all carefully choreographed, speaking to the committee that was putting together the legislation. And I wish I could show pictures on an audio podcast and a radio program, but I can't. Every one of these individuals had their very strangely dyed hair, whether it was purple, whether it was just bright green, whatever the case may be, piercings, the clothing they wore, everything about them had a similarity and everybody shared the same false accusation. And see, that's something else that, that Satanists will do. They will accuse you of the very things they are doing. Let me say that again. The Satanist will accuse you of the very thing they're trying to do. So if they're accusing you of trying to kill somebody, that's really their goal. They want them dead. They want them in hell. They want to destroy them. And so in just a matter of a minute and a half here, listen to some of these comments from some of these individuals and notice the theme that rides through all of this, none of which, when you read the actual bill and legislation, 
is true in any shape, manner, or form. Hi, I was once a trans youth, and now I'm a happy 22-year-old trans adult student at New College of Florida. This is my health care. Ma'am? Okay. Don't tread on it. Senator Yarbrough has militarized the Florida GOP into the genital Gestapo. Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead. You are committing genocide. I grew up in Germany in the aftermath of Nazis, and what you people are doing is no different. This is transphobic, it is cruel, and you really should be ashamed. What you are doing by signing this bill is an act of war. The way it is as it is now, my people will die. And that blood, if you support this bill, will be on your hands. I'm 12 years old, I'm not buying If you pass this bill, many of us will die. I deserve to live as long as all of you. We are humans too. When I was two, I wanted to kill myself. By the time I was 15, I attempted to slice my own breasts off. I went to the ER because I was bleeding out. I'd also like to implore you all to remember that less than a week ago, gun laws were, uh, gun law restrictions were loosened. And anyone who thinks it's a good idea to come and take my child, I dare you. Every time that I look at you, it, you guys in this committee, I realize more and more that you guys want to commit trans genocide and that our blood is on your hands. I am the parent of a transgender child who is almost eight years old, and we are at the beginning of our journey, and what you're doing is taking away life-saving potential opportunity for me and my family. Every 45 seconds, a trans person makes an attempt on their life, meaning that one happened every two speakers that you saw this very moment. Ten years ago, that was me, and one year ago, that was one of my siblings. And tomorrow, it will be the children of people in this room. Your vote on this bill determines if that 45 seconds becomes 30. Everything you just heard from the mouths of those individuals before that committee is a blatant lie. That committee's not out there trying to kill you. But as typical of the left and their agenda, they misrepresent and they lie. They are untruthful. They have no truth or honesty within them. Let me tell you what you really have here. And you look at these individuals and you recognize somewhere along the way they were influenced to think certain things about themselves. And this influence has been coming on for about 15 or 20 years. 15 or 20 years. And increasingly, it's being quietly normalized. Young children are highly impressionable. Let's understand that right up front. Young children, little children, are highly impressionable. And they believe what they what they think their authority figures. They believe whatever they're told to those that they trust. If they are trusting a parent, they will believe their parent. If they are trusting a teacher, they will believe their teacher. They will believe their peers, who are also equally as influenced. And somewhere, we started this process of gender dysphoria being pushed on younger and younger children. Now, I've shared in this program, I'm not going to spend any time on it today, 
actual elementary school teachers that look just like this group with their green hairs and body piercings and whatever and rainbow flags trying to identify which one of their first or second graders is in the wrong body. And, and, and if you listen before to one of the people in what they had to say, the guy said, when I was two, I tried to commit suicide because I'm a transgender and I knew it. I don't believe you. You're a liar. You were not two and understood gender. That is physically and mentally impossible. You're sharing a lie. That lie has been put into your mind and you now believe it. You now believe that when you were two, you were so gender confused, you tried to commit suicide. I don't believe it. Not for one minute. Somewhere, you were told that you were confused at two. And you now believe your own lie. You are so delusional, you believe your own lie. And you believe that my siblings and everybody I know is transgender and you want us dead. Are there that many mentally ill people around you in your family? This whole gender transphoria men can get pregnant women can i mean this look at what's happening think about that one gal you see her a lot on tv now she should have been in the finals for swimming until a man posing as a woman decided to become a swimmer and knocked her out of the competition He's a fraud. Leah Thomas is not a woman. He's a man, was born a man, will die a man, will stand before God as a man. Yet he smirks up there because I'm a great female swimmer. You deceived. You are so deceived. You're delusional. And this real woman tries to make the case for women's sports and a bunch of men pretending they're women are screaming at her and trying to keep her locked in a room demanding ransom for her to leave. These people are mentally ill, demonically possessed, and they're downright dangerous. Because, see, it's no longer this... How do I put it? We just need help in, in determining our gender. It's becoming a vicious and violent cult. Like anything that has satanic origin, it gets increasingly deadly and vicious and violent and destructive. And the reprobates in Washington, D.C. have jumped on the bandwagon and endorse every bit of it to their own damnation. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Becerra. This goes back about a year ago. And you may not like Congresswoman Bobart, but that's fine. But she asked some questions, and I'm going to play a few little clips of her conversation with the Secretary of Health and Human Services. 
And notice how the weasel won't answer a question. He tries to deflect and, and spin around. Answer the question. Why can't these leftist fools answer one simple question? Because they know the answer condemns them as being idiots and morons. But no, they won't do it. There needs to be a law passed that you have to, you must answer a question without deflecting. If somebody says, do you believe men can be pregnant? The answer is simple. Yes or no. Not, well, and maybe you, but you listen to this nonsense. But Kara, the complete disgrace for the Department of Health and Human Services from a year ago. And it's no better today than it was then. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you, Secretary Becerra. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate you coming before the committee. Um, to start off, as a Secretary of Health and Human Services, can you define for this committee what is a man? You're looking at one. Great. So you are a man. I like that. Can you tell me, can men get pregnant? Unless you know something I don't, I think the answer is pretty obvious. What is that answer, sir? I'm asking you, is there something you know that I don't know that would say that a man... Well, I'm asking what you know. Can men get pregnant? I'm not aware of it. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Secretary, materials coming from your department, you've referred to mothers as, as birthing persons, replacing that title with... Are, are mothers not persons? Mothers are persons, but it seems to be more inclusive, like you're trying to include another gender in that. I'm all about inclusion, Congresswoman. There you go. Um, so, well, you know, just as a mother of four boys, um, I'm not necessarily offended at that. I am a person, um, but it's just unscientific and absurd. Um, how, how so? To include men in that, if you're going a to person? be inclusive, if you're going to be inclusive in birthing persons, yes. Well, well, but but it seems to me that you're trying Let's back to define the term. Reclaiming my time. Can men get pregnant? So then we don't need to include them in this. Now notice, Secretary Javier Becerra doesn't want to answer a simple question. Can men get pregnant? The answer is no. Men do not get pregnant. Mentally ill women who think they're men might, but they're not men. But see, he knows full well he cannot give an honest answer or he will be ostracized by his own progressive political party and ruin his career. So he has to do a little bit of Texas two-stepping around the question and not answer it. All evil deception, every bit of it. The man is unfit to be in charge of that department because he doesn't understand science. Oh, we were told, follow the science. Not political science like Fauci, real science. Real science says men do not get pregnant. Women can. But he can't answer that because... His political science demands a lie, a deception for an answer. And this same Department of Health and Human Services is ready to butcher children with taxpayer money, young little children. And notice how he dances around this stupid issue as well. These people are evil to the core, and they are deadly to children and should be held accountable. Moving forward, Mr. Secretary, I want to read for you um, from a document from your office, um, the Office of 
um, population affairs. Um, it says in here, and I quote, gender-affirming care encompasses many facets of healthcare needs and support. It has been shown to increase positive outcomes for transgender and non-binary children. Mr. Secretary, what is a transgender child? A, a child in America is a child in America, and I hope you and I can love that child just as much as we can. Can you define what a transgender child is? A, a, that's a child in America, and it's an American citizen child who needs the services and love just the way any other child does. Mr. Secretary, do you believe that a child is capable of making life-altering de uh, decisions to maim themselves? So let me, let me just say to you that I don't agree with your premise but what I will say to you is children know much about themselves and with the help of their- Do you believe that children are capable of making the decision to self-mutilate? Again, I don't necessarily accept the premise Well, of Mr. Your Secretary, question. I mean, you have gender-affirming care for young people, so this is something that you have looked over- I don't equate gender-affirming care to mutilation. So if that's where you're going, then you're not gonna get the answer you want. So, um, Mr. Mr. Secretary here, can you, um, can you tell me if there have been mastectomies, um, uh, uh, mastectomies, penectomies, or hysterectomies on children? Well, I, I, And have taxpayers I, funded that? So I, I could probably use the help of my wife, who's an OBGYN, who could talk more, or maybe Dr. Burgess could, could help us out here. For gender-affirming care, to be included in that. I'm sorry, pose the question one more time, please. In this gender-affirming care, Mr. Secretary, have there been tax dollars put forward to fund mastectomies, penectomies, and hysterectomies for sex reassignment purposes for minors with gender dysphoria? So Americans are entitled to receive healthcare services. If they are entitled to receive any of the services that you just mentioned, then it would be against the law for us to try to deny them that care. So for the record, you favor HHS's funding being able for, to, for sex reassignment, for surgeries on minors. I will do everything I can to defend any American, including children, whether or not they fit the categories you have mentioned or not. And if they talk about gender affirming care, I am there to protect the rights of any American. No, Mr. Secretary, you are wrong. You are not there defending the health rights of children. You are defending the right to destroy children, to ruin their lives permanently, surgically, irreversibly to children that are not in a mental state or maturity to be able to know and fully understand the depths of what they're doing or being told they should be doing by untrustworthy sources like you like this administration, like the perverted people that are running our school systems, teachers looking for that little boy that should be a girl in the first grade. And don't tell your parents we're having this discussion. This government today in Washington wants to separate children from their parents. They want control. They want to dictate the terms. They want the parents' decisions out of it. You know, Terry McAuliffe learned a little lesson in Virginia a few years back, 2021, when he ran for governor of this state. 
And he made the statement that parents should have no input in what the schools are teaching. You know, it's like, we own your kids. Get with the program. It cost him the election, that one statement. And it needs to cost every politician an election that believes that way because they are demonically possessed, unfit to serve, and dangerous to your community and your children. And school boards that endorse that type of thought process, every one of them needs to be voted out of office and replaced with somebody with decency, morals, and common sense because these evil reprobates will destroy your children and convert them into nonsensical, non-functioning beings. You don't believe that? I've met too many recent graduates that are totally non-functional, still living at home, Unable to cope with the world around them because the schools destroyed them, made them dependent. And now they have no independence, no ability. You know, it's funny, I'm thinking, 80 some odd years ago, 18 year old kids, they were leading families and being parents and going to war, holding jobs paying mortgages, farming, using their hands. Today, kids can only use their cell phone. But see, Becerra doubles down. Here's the last little audio clip. He doubles down on all this gender confusion nonsense. The man is a disgusting, evil reprobate as he defends the indefensible. Mr. Secretary, I want to turn to a different document. Your office released um, uh, this uh, gender-affirming care is trauma-informed care. In this document, you clearly state that gender-affirming care includes puberty blockers, hormones, and surgeries for minor children. You go on to assure the parent to uh, assure parents that there is no scientifically sound reason to doubt hormones and surgeries are helpful to minor children. You also discuss this in a document that the potential for removing children from their parents is on the table if they're not providing, providing gender-affirming care. Mr. Secretary, do you think that parents who believe in two genders only should have their children removed from them? Secretary, you, Mr. Secretary, you can answer or respond can, in writing. Her time is expired. I, I can respond very okay. quickly. Congresswoman, I, I believe in supporting and protecting transgender youth. I believe that they, along with their parents and their uh, caregivers, will make the best decisions. And I would really urge that politicians like you stay out of their business. I would urge that children get to stay with their parents. The no woman's time has expired. Uh, the committee Mr. Chairman, will... may I please have unanimous... No, unanimous you can't. Consent. No, you may not. We're in a very tight time frame. And there Enter this into the call. congressional record. Now, remember, this audio clip goes back not quite a year ago when the Democrats were in charge of the House of Representatives. And it's time to move on. We, we can't have Secretary Becerra answering real questions and telling the truth. It'll destroy the narrative. So we got to move on. You know, your time is up. You know, I mean, anything we can do to shut it up and move on. Let's take a break. Let's go to lunch. Let's go out and have a cocktail. Whatever it takes. We got to get this. We got to get Pacara out of here before he accidentally tells the truth. It is a very sad world we live in. That's why I began the program with the, with the remark. 
as I look at these news stories in front of me, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. 70 years ago, this would be a Bugs Bunny cartoon. It would be laughable because everybody knows it's ridiculous. It's not real. But today, they're trying to make the unreal real. They're trying to make the distortion normalized and the lie the truth. And it's not just on issues of gender. It cuts into every part of our human existence the narrative laying out people into fear we got a break coming up here in just a moment this past week I had a doctor's appointment about a couple of hours from my house I'm you know the specialist that I'm seeing and we got to the office there, and thankfully, they have finally given up on the face diapering and all the stuff that goes with it. Normal to see people's faces. Here's the hell they all realize the truth is out. The face mask never worked, never did, never will. It was all theater. But it also has ruined some people. My wife was telling me that after I had gone back in, you know, to have my quick exam and check up uh, that there was this one guy that came in and and he goes to the counter he's looking around and he doesn't have a face mask on but he he's, he says I need a face mask and the girl looked at him oh, okay I guess you know if you want one and she handed him one and he said well you know I, I had I had my vaccinations but but I haven't had any of the boosters so I need this so I don't get the virus We have brainwashed elderly adults into believing a face diaper is going to save them from the coronavirus. Even though Dr. Fauci knew in 2020 it was a big fat lie then, it was a big fat lie in 2021, 2022, and all the way into the first part of 2023. Fraud, lies, deception, confusion. That's how they are decimating our nation. That in controlling a narrative and having you believe lies is truth. I've got more stories on the other side. And what I don't get to today, we'll get to tomorrow. But you need to hear these. Because you need to be able to discern the truth. I don't care if it's CNN, MSNBC, and oftentimes even Fox News and Newsmax. They will lie to you too. Follow the money. The money speaks volumes. Fox is becoming increasingly outside of maybe a handful of people, the controlled opposition. To make you think you're winning. It is a psychop. It's all about money. And I'll explain why in just a moment. By the way, Church Project, we're going to be really working hard this week getting the building ready. I've got a private little service coming up Saturday, an ordination for a clergyman that will be traveling overseas in the not-too-distant future. And I was asked if I would do it because of my 
proximity and the ability to do this this ordination. <laughs> the building's not going to be fully ready until really the, about the end of May. We plan on opening up the new church called Trinity Chapel on the 28th of May. It's a Sunday. And I'll tell you more about it during this week and updating the web pages as well. Keep it in your prayers. God has been so faithful in making and meeting its needs. I can only tell you, and I, I'm going to be careful about this, God has just exceeded anything I ever envisioned for this project. But I still want you to be a part of this radio program and project. You know, I do this radio program, and I want to get away from the politics personally. I need to spend more time being a pastor. Yeah, today I'm showing you the lies that are out there and the dangers of these lies. And I'm praying that God raises up a couple of other people to help me in this radio program, that there could be more than just my voice. I know Jim Calhoun is, has been a great help, and maybe you'll be hearing a little more of him. But telling you the problem is half the battle. Bringing you the solution is the other half. And that's where you go into God's Word to get that. Now, do you believe in our mission and ministry? If you do, we're running out a month. Hard to believe. This is the last week of April. Where did this month go? And I'm still praying to expand the ministry a little bit. Would you be a part? You can go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. Truththenumber2ponder.com. There's a tab called Support. You can use Give, Send, Go. Or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510. That's Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowee, Virginia is 24319. Once again, make the check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Lion People coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift in a moment. Messiah came first as a lamb, but when he comes again, he's going to come as a lion. He's coming as a lion. He's coming bold. He's coming strong. He's coming mighty. He's coming roaring. He's coming unstoppable. When he comes again, he's coming as the lion of the tribe of Judah. It says that, you know, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed to open the book. Revelation. We are of that coming. We can't prepare for the first coming, but we're here to prepare for the second coming. We're preparing for a lion. A lion who's bold and strong and unafraid and courageous. And we are the people of the lion. The end time believer, you're supposed to be preparing the way for the lion. So you, we got to start living more like a lion. It's time, time to start putting away our weaknesses. Put on your strength. Renounce your fears, your anxieties. Start living confident, unafraid. 
time to start putting away timidity and the put on the spirit of power, boldness in the Lord, to be strong and of good courage. Time for him to stop living weak and, and compromised walks. Time to start becoming strong in righteousness, strong in faith, strong in action, fearless in living, courageous in walking, to stop acting like chickens and hiding and start acting like lions roaring. Put on a lion hope, a lion faith, a lion-hearted love, a lion-hearted confidence. Be bold as a lion. Be unstoppable in his spirit. It's time to live a lion-hearted life because we are preparing for the coming of the lion. Want more? Ask for the day of the lion. Now, listen, what if I offered you a a tremendous thing, something that'll help give you a strong, victorious life in God? Well, a free subscription of sapphires, vitamins for your spirit, it's wonderful, and the Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD, all free. You'll love it. How do you get it? Just remember and write down Jesus's real name, Yeshua one just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you will be blessed with your free gifts you will be blessed but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1 the harvest is great the labors are few i invite you to join me in the worldwide end time harvest you don't need a plow just an open heart and a pen you can reach the unreached peoples by shortwave radio it's amazing just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 that's 1-800-YESHUA-1 or write me direct at Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, L-O-D-I, 07644. It's Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Or you can visit us at hopeoftheworld.com. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Alechem. Peace for you, my friend, in Messiah, Ari Yehuda, the Lion of Judah. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, we went a little long in that first segment talking about some of this nonsense of this gender dysphoria and how it's becoming almost a cultish, it's a cult And there are true believers in this false cult built upon lies and things that are nonsensical, things that are non-scientific. But we are being told to believe the lies and reject the truth. And many people are doing that today, not just in the area of transgenderism, But in so many areas of human life, even science, and we are beginning to believe a bunch of lies. I can already tell I'm not going to have time to get to a couple of the stories in front of me that will be pushed off till tomorrow. But they're all very important because when you tie all of this together, this never-ending barrage of misinformation, notice... And I've said it before, the enemy of your soul always accuses you of what they are doing. If they are butchering and molesting children, they'll accuse you of doing it. If they're lying, they'll accuse you of being the liar. If they're spreading misinformation, that's what they'll accuse you of doing anytime you speak up and tell the truth. And they will use everything in their power because they have no conscience. They have no morals. 
And sometimes I believe they have no souls. It's an evil, demonic-filled world. It's what the Bible has prophesied would come. We are in the days of Noah when you see the strangeness around us. These are, these are the end times. We're coming into at least a time of intense tribulation, financially, ecclesiastically, morally, financially, you name it. It's going to be a difficult time ahead. And I think God's people are woefully unprepared for what is happening next. Now, I want to play this little audio clip. I'm not going to make a big comment about this. I'm going to probably share it again tomorrow because that's almost half a program for tomorrow. The the climate change fraudulent narrative. Well, Bob, don't you know that CO2 is destroying the planet and we're all going to burn to death in a big ball of fire? There was a hearing, and I just want you to listen to this. It's a very short clip. And a congressman who also happens to be a farmer, who also happens to be knowledgeable on the topic of climate change, is talking to a group of individuals that are pushing for radical departure and radical solutions for climate change. Because this group that you're about to hear believes like, you know, many, we have less than a decade left before the planet explodes and catches fire. So we must get electric cars going immediately. We must shut down all fossil fuels. We must, we must take your gas stove. We must do all of this to save the planet because of the rising massive amounts of CO2. Remember that former vice president, complete idiot, Al Gore, who has cashed in mega millions of dollars in his own personal wealth, selling fraudulent climate, uh, what do they call it? Climate credits, carbon credits, CO2 credits. It's these billionaires will steal the gold out of their grandmother's teeth. They're such thieves. They're nothing but thieves and frauds. Al Gore is one of the biggest frauds out there. John Kerry is a total fraud and a buffoon to boot. And so a simple question is asked to these Climate experts ready to clamp down, take your stove, take your car. As as Pete Buttigieg says, you know, the way to not worry about the price of gasoline is go out and buy a $50,000 electric car. Sorry, Pete, pothole Pete, I can't afford a $50,000 car. I don't buy new cars. I can't afford to. My car is 10 years old. My next car, when this one finally needs to be traded in, will probably start out being four to six years old. And then if it's an electric car, I won't be able to afford the batteries that will inevitably go dead. Climate fraud. That's all it is. So listen to this congressman. Does a great job. Asking this panel of experts, you know, the ones ready to take your gasoline car, cut off your gas to your house, 
All the radical stuff. These are the radicals. And here's the question that he asked. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Panelists, let me just go right down the vine real fast. What percent of our atmosphere is CO2? Take your best guess. You don't have to be accurate. All down the line. Repeat that question. What percent of our atmosphere is CO2, carbon dioxide? Wild guess. It's okay. I'll bite. Five percent. Five I'll just follow you then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go seven. That's my favorite number. I'll see there five and um, suggest that we know that transportation causes 49% of CO2. So that's why we're all working on okay. energy transition. All right. So what number do you think it is? Eh, five. Five? What about you? I didn't hear you, Mr. Dreher. Oh, seven. Seven. Did you have one, uh, Mr. Boyd? So we got a five, seven. Uh, <laughs> This price is right. Eight. I'm going to get the high end. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that, and I don't mean to I put you on ice. I ask a lot of people that because all we hear is climate change, climate change, CO2, CO2. I heard a couple of you on the panel saying you're looking to change your vehicles to electric, even though we don't have the electric grid. And me as a farmer, I wouldn't be real happy about running out and replacing $300,000, $500,000, million-dollar pieces of equipment because someone wants, someone wants it to be electric. The answer is 0.04%, not 1%, not a half of a percent. It's 0.04%, and it's gone up from 0.03 over the last couple decades. This is what we're being all contorted into doing is this tiny change in CO2. If we go, if we get below 0.02, plant life starts dying off. And sometimes I'm beginning to wonder if that may be part of the goal. Let me explain. This entire climate change narrative is based on a house of cards and a foundation of lies. Well, Bob, the planet's going to burn up if we don't do something. You're believing a lie. You know, Al Gore, I mentioned him before, the buffoon that used to be a vice president, used to be a seminary student. He was going to be a, a preacher, and he failed. He failed out of divinity school, Al Gore, if you didn't know that. He only got to the position that he was in because his father, Al Gore Sr., was a senator from the great state of Tennessee and wielded a tremendous amount of influence during his days of being a Democrat racist, by the way, senator from the great state of Tennessee. Another well-paid fraud and D.C. insider. And he turned his son into one. He wanted his son to have all the credentials. And, you know, it's an amazing thing about Al Gore. Phonies and frauds. I, I have no use for them. I can remember back in the 1980s. Al Gore was pro-life. He was a a blue dog pro-life Democrat from the great state of Tennessee. And he was on a many a Christian radio program promoting the value of human life and the sanctity of life until he was asked to become the vice president to run with Bill Clinton. And he immediately decided killing babies was worth it to him. In other words, there was a price. 
he would kill babies and believe it's okay because I want to, I want more political power. And then he started worshiping the planet and bought into the climate change narrative. That's all it is, is planet is worshiping the creation and rejecting the creator. And then he divorces his wife. I mean, the guy just has fallen into the trap of money, elitism, and power, and fraud. Just like John Kerry flying around, you know, all the all these buffoons in their private jets going to the World Economic Forum to discuss how jet aircraft are destroying the planet as they have one person or two in their plane going to Davos. You know, come on. And here this panel had no clue about CO2. And I don't think most of us really have because we have been fed a consistent stream of lies in the narrative. And so we don't know. We think that we're being choked out by CO2. And it represents such a minuscule part of what is in the atmosphere. And that minuscule part is what keeps plant life alive. If we go down, plant life dies. You know, you may have forgotten this, but Stalin, remember Stalin? Leader of the Soviet Union started declaring war on farmers, you know, the private farming groups. He made them the enemies of the state. And what happened? As soon as the farmers were taken over by the state, millions upon millions of useless people were then killed, at least in Stalin's eyes, for a good cause. And millions died of starvation under Stalin. It's no different today. The small farmers being made an enemy of the people. Ah, they're using fertilizer. They're going to raise CO2 levels unacceptably high. Eat bugs. No beef. It is all a from the pits of hell satanic lie to put you in fear and subjugation to those that have given their hearts, their minds, their souls over to evil. When you look at transgenderism and the Pride Month coming up in June next month, well, month not, not next month, but about five weeks from now, it is all satanic. It is all a distortion of God's creation. It is all it is all to destroy. All to consume. All to lead you into hell. Satan wants to destroy your children, the ability of your children to reproduce. That's why the butchering surgery that's irreversible, the medications that will sterilize all in the name of, of medical choice, pro-trans pro child, parents have no say. Like I say, that's what cost Terry McAuliffe 
And until Christians begin to run for school boards and become clear, enough is enough, they're going to feel empowered to keep on keeping on. And that's the danger. Whether it's transgenderism, worshiping the planet, planetary lying, deception, fraud, lies about everything. You know, I was going to touch the topic today, and I will tomorrow. There's something about the entire Ukraine thing that still annoys me. And I know I, I got a last time I even said the word, I had a person use a phony email address that I could never repeat on the radio because it is all obscene, childish language. And all this person did was have one F-bomb after the other after the other about I don't get it and this is Ukraine good, Putin bad, blah, 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 blah. And the, and the guy just proved himself to be a reprobate moron with the intelligence. Well, God gave seafood more intelligence. Let's put it that way. You have Democrats and Republicans agreeing on anything, I get scared. Especially if the Republicans or the rhino class Oh, I don't know, like the Mitt Romneys and, and the, you, you know who I'm talking about. Lindsey Gramnesty. All of them. When they agree, hold on to your wallets and be prepared for some difficult days ahead. It is the phony, fake, loyal opposition is all you're dealing with. It's a game they play in D.C. It's an illusion. It's like three-card money. Try to follow the ball under the, you know, under the cup. And they deceive you, confuse you, and divide you. This radio program is here to inform you, educate you, and to shine the light of truth in a very dark world. The real truth is found in Jesus Christ and in God's word, the Bible. It's not found in the buffoons and reprobates that are leading us. And the Bible says that evil people get evil rulers. And I think I think the United States has become an evil nation and we're paying the price. We have evil leaders. Look at them. Listen to them. God's judgment is coming, and it's coming soon. Do you believe in our mission and ministry here at Truth to Ponder? The month is going to run out. We need your help to get into the month of May. If you would, would you consider making a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. Once again, make the check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. Until tomorrow, may God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth 
in a darkening world.